Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Oh, glove save made by Smith. This is Mike Smith, Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex, office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. Performance last night. Connor McDavid, the Edmonton Oilers get the 2 1 win on a night in which the Edmonton Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets play in the second of the back to back, and the world's best player simply elevated. And two teams that played kitty by the door hockey, focused on defense, process, and structure. And it was Connor McDavid ultimately that separated and got the Edmonton Oilers to 20 and 13 on the season, 17 and 7 in their last 24 games. Welcome. Hope you're hope, having a uh, fantastic Friday. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. I could open up with the cure on virtually uh, every show. Lots to get to. We will tell you CBA mandated off day, typical given the amount of the, the Jets as example are playing 17 games in the month of uh, March. The Edmonton Oilers, 3, 7, 11, 15, 16 in uh, 31 days in March. So uh, two very active schedules, both teams uh, after playing back-to-backs, and that's traditional with how things work, uh, getting the day off. The Oilers in Winnipeg tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on the Oilers radio network. Jack Michaels, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, uh, and myself will have the call. Oilers obviously getting it done last night in a hard-fought defensive battle. Jam-packed show. We'll have a complete recap of last night's game. Uh, hop into uh, Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct workwear. Hit on our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Do NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. All in the first half hour of the show. Coming up at 12.35 today for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry today at 1.05. 1.35, Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill 
They had a bye week last week in the WHL schedule. They're 4-0 on the season. They get the Red Deer Rebels for three straight this weekend, including tonight, 6 o'clock, down at uh, the DCA. Uh, the downtown community arena still not open for fans, unfortunately. 145. Uh, one of the two play-by-play voices of the Oilers. They'll be alternating on Fridays. Cam Moon, uh, who called last night's game uh, for 6.30 Chad, and for the Oilers Radio Network, will uh, make an appearance as well. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, who's going to jump aboard here in about uh, two and a half minutes' time, at Brendan uh, with uh, two E's, Escott with two T's. And, of course, you can also reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has multiple dream catcher spawn stay packages available for booking now. You can reach them at 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay. And when the province gets back up and at them, the River Cree We'll get back up and at them. All right, here's the deal. Uh, we'll go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, and then we'll hit on our top story because it's around the same guy. Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you daily on 630 Chance Oilers Now for direct workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Cam Moon with the call last night. Well, we know this. After this one, one of these two teams will be tied with Toronto for top spot in the North Division. Puck goes in front of the Oiler net. Quick shot by Perot. Save Koskinen. Rebound. Koskinen got it with a pad and covered it up. On the left wing, he'll snap the puck into the jet zone. It rims hard on the right. McDavid pulls it off the boards. Shoots. Scores! Connor McDavid off the right wing. He puts it off the post and in. Stick side on Brassois. And it's 1-0 Edmonton. And coming out with it to center ice is Nate Thompson. In over the early line on the right wing. Shoots. Tipped. Scores. That went off the stick of Perot on the shot by Thompson. And this game is tied at 1. Up to Cassian. One touch to McDavid. In over the line with Nugent Hopkins. Shoots. Scores. Connor McDavid on the 2-on-1. Pulls the trigger, and the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. What a shot again by McDavid. Would he have made that play two years ago, or would he have forced the pass? I don't know, but he's improved so much in terms of shooting the pill, and that was an absolute uh, rip job. Kyle Connor drops it to Ehlers. He'll skate in, shoot it. Pad saved by Koskinen. Nurse will turn, get it off the glass. It gets gloved down by Wheeler. He'll get it in front of the net, bouncing puck. A backhand time will run out, and the Oilers will hold on. They get their 20th win of the year. They get this one 2-1 to one over the Winnipeg Jets. All right, that's uh, Cam Moon with the call last night. Let's go to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Pay no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Brendan Escott's going to jump into the fray here, too. Uh, wow. I mean, McDavid's up by nine points in the scoring race on teammate Leon Dreisaitl right now. Two goals last night. He's improved by 8% in the face-off circle from when he was... Uh, chosen the Hart Trophy winner back during the 2016-17 season. He was at 43.2%. He went in the last night's game at 51.2% in the face-off circle. Um, you know, he's he spent time with Austin Matthews down 
uh, in Arizona, and you can maybe, there's a thing called osmosis that Peter Zosky wrote in the book, The Game of Our Lives, talking about the great Oilers teams of the early 1980s, specifically the 80-81 season where the Oilers were surprise upset winners over the Montreal Canadiens. That was one of, for those of us that were, I was 15 when that happened. And that was one of the most amazing moments in Edmonton Oilers history. Just the shock of beating the Montreal Canadiens. And the way the Oilers did it. I mean, Wayne Gretzky going into Montreal in game one, five assists. And then blowing the Canadiens out in Edmonton in game uh, three in a best of five series. It was off the charts. Uh, just the euphoria around the city at that time. And you could sense, holy crap, these guys are going to be pretty good down the road. And they were. And, you know, you sit there, and we've had some great moments in the city, and we've had some unbelievable players, seven Hall of Fame players. But we are watching a guy right now in Connor McDavid who is literally at the height of his powers. Now, it's a team game. There's a lot that has to happen. Uh, we're going to talk about this with Spectre coming up a little bit later on because we have a very different view at times of the hockey world. Uh, but, Brendan, I'd like to get your thoughts. I mean, he is the top story. There's no question. They won that game last night because he simply willed them to victory. Both teams had it locked down. Both teams were trying to shut it down. Uh, Connor set up Yesapoliarvi uh, for a couple A-grade scoring opportunities, and he just missed the net on one. But the, the ability now, you know, He's sitting there looking, uh, looking off, uh, you know, think, making the goaltender think he's going to pass the puck, and then he's rifling one home. He's got a great shot. He's worked on his shot. All the best guys continuously work to improve, and we're seeing that. Spectacular to watch, isn't it? It is, and you've got to marvel at the fact that there was room left to grow after what he's already accomplished, and yet in so many different areas of his game, he's either added something or he's elevated something this year, and I think that not only are you seeing a, a bit of a residual effect around the team in terms of his ability to lead this group uh, by what he's doing on the ice, but the other aspect to this, Bob, is you've got a guy who is a cheat code, and we know that, and everybody around the league knows that, if he gets you two goals and you don't get anything else, two years ago, you lose that game. Last year, you probably lose that game. This year, you, you manage to keep it to just one goal against, and you allow that cheat code to be a difference maker for you. So that's a big difference, too, in my opinion. Well, and here's the deal. Okay, people, and there was a reference to an Iserman moment in Spectre's piece last night. The Iserman moment in Detroit occurred when the Russian Five rolled into town. You see, you need the rest of the players in hockey. Wayne Gretzky couldn't do it alone. The one thing that happened with Wayne Gretzky, though, is he was so good, and the Oilers ended up practicing at a tempo and a pace with a buy-in that all those guys got way better than people thought to. Believe it or not, despite the immense physical talent that Marc Messier had, and he was scary because he was raw and fast, and he was tough, very mean, um, you know, a guy that, if if need be, would be completely prepared to, to cheap shot you, to, to get an upper hand. And, hey, that's the way the game was played at times uh, back in the 1980s. And I loved him for it. Make no mistake, I loved him for it. But what ended up happening is all those guys got better because they bought in. And I'm here to tell you right now that we're watching two guys, and I don't mean to disrespect how good Leon Dreisettle and Darnell Nurse are, but their relentless work ethic and that drafting to a certain extent and and seeing how much buy-in McDavid has to continuously improve his game 
is part of the reason why right now Edmonton might have the two best players in the world between McDavid and Drysaddle. You can make that argument. And an emerging defenseman at this time, Darnell Nurse. Tyson Berry leads the NHL in scoring on defense. Darnell Nurse leads the NHL in even strength scoring amongst defensemen, even strength goals amongst defensemen. He's second in plus-minus amongst defensemen. He's fifth in the entire league in time on ice. And, oh, by the way, if he has to do it, he'll do it. He's fourth in the league in penalty minutes by defensemen because he's had a couple scraps against guys that are six foot five and six three. He hasn't exactly been picking his spots going up against the likes of Adam Lowry and Milan Lucic this year. So that bodes well for Edmonton long term. Speaking of uh, McDavid's ongoing progression, here's Dave Tippett back in the orders now, Audio Vault for Direct Work. We're talking about McDavid's offensive skill and defensive commitment. His offensive abilities and different ways to create offenses is off the charts. What I like most about him this year is he's come in with a real determined mindset to defend well, be a real good, solid player in our own end. And our whole coaching staff talks about it every day, how how much he's dug into playing a real winning style of game. And, uh, you know, I think... There was some criticism in the summer towards him and Dreisaitl who was, uh, I didn't think was warranted, but he he's taken it to heart and he's turned into a much better 200-foot player. And so you notice the great things he does in the game offensively, but he's a solid defender, you know, a dependable player in our own zone. And uh, he doesn't get enough credit for that. So I agree with you. The, the great stuff he does with uh, the offensive abilities and the different weapons he has, but the... Uh, the ability for him to play in critical situations, not just offensively, but defensively, is really coming out in his game, and it's helping our team win. The coach didn't think it was warranted. That's interesting. Uh, but, yes, he's improved his all-around game, and he's improved his all-around game because that's who he is. He does Guys like that don't stop improving. They don't sit there and maintain. They grow and progress and continue to improve. Connor McDavid had these comments following the game, the victory last night against Winnipeg, about the tense nature of all games in the North right now. No, they're fun games to be a part of. I think, uh, you know, it's kind of a playoff mentality already. Um, you look at the two in Calgary, I thought, you know, even going back to Vancouver, I thought, uh, you know, our last uh, our last four games have had that type of feel, and I think uh, it will continue that way throughout. Everyone's kind of in the race, and, and uh you know, a couple off nights, and it, it tightens up real quick. So, you know, you need to, to be on your game each and every night. McDavid added that the Oilers gutted out a win while fatigued last night. I think both teams probably didn't have their legs uh, where they wanted them to be. I think, uh, you know, we both coming off a, a back-to-back with travel. I think, um, you know, everyone's playing lots of hockey. So, you know, one one team's going to have a little more jump than the other, and, and, uh, and you have to take advantage of those nights. And, and uh, you know, when you don't have it, you have to find a way to, to win with your B or C game. So I thought tonight was a, a good, mature win. And the Oilers captain added an additional comment about the Oilers' ability to close out a game in the third period. Yeah, I thought it was a great period. Um, I would have liked us to, to maybe play in the offensive zone a little bit more. It's tough to, to defend for 20, 20 minutes like that, but you know, I thought we had our chances, um, you know, catching them coming the other way. So um, you, know, you kind of need to bear down when you have a team, uh, team on the ropes like that, and, and then that third one could, uh, could really hurt them. But you know, I, loved, uh, I loved the way our team played. I thought uh, you know, it was solid all over. We really did a good job of clogging up the middle. 
D really moved pucks well and, and, and broke it out well, and, and Koski held us in there when he had to. Speaking of Miko Koskinen, uh, solid in the victory, made 24 stops. One more stop than Laurent Brassois last night. I mean, it was a close game between the two teams. I think Winnipeg probably marginally would have won the shot metrics chart. For those of you that are in the hardcore advanced analytics, uh, the McDavid line uh, scoring chance-wise, I think I had them at 7-2 in last night's game. So the orders they missed Connor Yamamoto and Leon Dreisaitl's line, no question about that. Uh, there was some tough moments as well, uh, for the line that Devin Short centered, uh, 5v5. Uh, I will mention Kyle Turris at some point here is going to have to be activated off of, uh, the, the COVID, uh, like, I don't even know if he's technically on the COVID protocol list, right? He's not on the COVID protocol list, but he's on the non-roster list coming off of the, uh, situation where, he may have been exposed to, because uh, he was on there such a short length of time, it was obvious that he didn't personally have it. Uh, but anyhow, bottom line here, he, he might be an option as early as Saturday night, tomorrow night against the Jets. But uh, Miko Koskinen uh, got the orders of the victory and had these comments following the game on Edmonton playing with the lead. I think we have learned how to play when we, are, when we have the lead, you know. We didn't, we didn't do anything stupid like we didn't take any stupid risk there and you know we just put the box deep and uh, keep the keep the chances like really really short and we have the energy for 60 minutes there there you go um, and I had a couple of people text me after the game last night and say the orders should start costing them again I think we'll see Mike Smith again today was an off day for both teams they both played back-to-back games uh, my expectation is we'll see Connor Hellebuck one of the top three goaltenders in the world, uh, go against Mike Smith, who's obviously had a tremendous start to the season uh, tomorrow night. So we'll wait and see. And I do expect the Jets to play a different game. I think they'll be much more assertive tomorrow night. So the owners are going to need to be ready. Defensively, another pretty solid performance, I thought, from uh, Ethan Bear, as well as Chris Russell. Uh, Caleb Jones didn't kill it for me uh, defensively with Larson. I wonder if Lagason pops back in there. And, uh, you know, obviously Nurse and Barry, I mean Tyson Barry, two more uh, two more assists. One little bit of luck, and the other one was, you know, people go, oh, you got two-second assists. Well, on the one, and I know Rob Tichkowski tweeted this out, uh, on the one he beat two guys back in the Oilers blue zone, or uh, at the Oilers blue line. Uh, strung a puck up uh, the boards to Cassie, and who one touched it off to McDavid, who went in and scored. I mean, that play doesn't happen if Barry doesn't beat two Winnipeg Jets back in the Oilers' end. So keep that in mind. Bottom line here is the team is 20-13. and 13. They're tied. I know the Leafs have got games in hand, but, uh, you know, I don't think anybody thought this was possible when Edmonton started the year three and six, or even after the Oilers got swept by the Leafs in three consecutive games. All right, when we come back after a quick timeout, I'll bang off a couple texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, several of you have chimed in on the sheer brilliance that is Connor McDavid. And we'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, all right, all right. 1227 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you at Oilers Now. Do NHL today. Brought to you daily for the last nine years on this show by Elite Promotional Marketing. Company branded PPE available, including logoed masks, all created in-house. Visit ElitePromoMarketing.com. Drew Shamahorn and his staff 
Edmonton owned and operated. Here's Brendan Escott. Five of the six scheduled games are a go with Toronto home to Calgary and Montreal entertaining Vancouver tonight. Uh, Penguins Devils is the one that's postponed tonight. Anyway, league postponing the Bruins next two games as well. Multiple players are now in COVID protocol. Bakersfield Condors are uh, off once again today. They start another back-to-back set against the Ontario Reign at home tomorrow and Sunday. And the Oil Kings, after uh, a bye week, are finally back in action tonight. They kick off 3-3 three and three against the Red Deer Rebels at the downtown community arena. We will preview that one with uh, Oil Kings GM Kurt Hill coming up at 1.35. It is 12.29 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.